I have a special treat for you today. Uh, I have a very good friend uh, and a fellow entrepreneur who's made a huge difference uh, out there in the world. Many of you know him already, but let me just paint a picture first. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about entrepreneurship, and it's a little different. You're going to see yourself in our discussion, but it's really about the people you care about. You know, so many of us have uh, friends, family, uh, just, you know, it seems like almost everybody wants to be an entrepreneur and the more successful we are, you know, geez, it looks like it's easy. Well, you know, we know it's not, but how can we help those people we really care about make a difference and an impact and really explore whether they're right for entrepreneurship and how can get they get on that path? Well, I have an expert, a uh, good friend, as I said, Gino Wickman. He's been an entrepreneur for all his life, uh, from 21. Uh, he's been really focused on this. And then, you know, it's, it's so often, uh, many of us kind of get thrust into this. In the, at 25, he took over the family business. And of course, you know, the only reason you take over the family business at 25 is when there's challenges and it was in debt, needed help, and he was able to turn it around and really make it successful and it went full cycle. And it, that's something that's so important early on. And then Gino took that, and, and this is where you probably have run into him, uh, the entrepreneur operating system. Uh, he's been out there, he was a founder of it, uh, EOS, and really the systems to practically, you know, to, to build it all out. So many of us are visionary and, but you know, you need all that stuff behind you to be hugely successful. And Gino's worked with a few of us, uh, 1800 full day sessions. I just, I was looking at it, I go, my, you know, wow, 130 companies, you know, so many, uh, about 60,000 companies uh, doing this. Some of the books, particularly, probably the, the most famous is Traction, Get a Grip on Your Business, but you know, Get a Grip, Rocket Fuel uh, with Mark Winters, and then How to uh, Be a Great Boss and What the Heck is EOS. So you know, if there's ever a guy that understands entrepreneurship, Gino does. And Gino and I have the pleasure of hanging out together at Strategic Coach with Dan Sullivan and his Game Changer program. And Gino's been working on this project for a long time, and he's got a coming out party, and he was kind enough to let me share it with you. And so with that, uh, stay tuned. If you care about entrepreneurship, if you care about you know, your family and friends who want to be entrepreneurs and be hugely successful, take care of the people they love, the causes they care about, and make a difference, stay tuned. This is all about accelerating entrepreneurial success. Ordinary success? No way. You want amazing, remarkable, exceptional breakthroughs. Dig deep, think bold, drive hard, watch yourself soar beyond your dreams. AESNation.com You know, I am so excited to have you here. We're usually sitting together in Chicago or Toronto with Strategic Coach and to have you, the ability to share you with our audience and you know, what the huge difference you make. So first of all, thank you for joining us. I'm glad we're finally doing this. We've been talking about it a long time. <laughs> we have it. You know, you know you, one of the things we're going to talk about is, you know, you're putting this all together in a book, The Entrepreneurial Leap. And I'll tell you, this is something you and I are so passionate about is 
entrepreneurship and you know and you and i have a lot to be you know we've been blessed and gratitude and you know the whole thing and and what i loved when you and i were talking was this whole concept of you know you were going to help people really identify whether they should even start this journey because we've seen so many people fail they have false ideas of what entrepreneurship looks like and then you know what is the path so uh, you know, first of all, you know, why, why did you do this? I mean, you know, you're a very successful guy. You had a great business going with uh, EOS and then you go, God, I got to do something else here. Well, it, you know, it's great because you talk about how we sit together in strategic coach. It goes back to when I was 40 years old, which was 12 years ago. I'm 52 now. And uh, we were doing the bigger future exercise and looking out 10 years, and I just had this aha moment that when I turn 50, I am gonna focus my energy on helping entrepreneurs in the making. And so that was the light bulb moment, and I was very patient because I was building EOS Worldwide and collected a lot of information and data and insights, and two years ago at 50, got to hunker down and start to write this book. Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting as you're, you know, as we all do these projects and, you know, we, we, we all get every once in a while, you know, I should do this. The difference is you actually go do it type thing. And, you know, so to, to go big picture because as entrepreneurs, you know, um, we get approached. I mean, I know I certainly do. I'm sure, you know, our uh, fellow entrepreneurs do as well of, you know, this is really good. I mean, you know, just had the the pool guy was here. I had a transport guy to take one of our cars to service. You know, and they always ask kind of, what do you do? You know, and, you know, how do you get started and all this? And uh, I've never had a way of, you know, kind of helping them. Now I feel like I do. So, but tell, tell me, you know, why you did this project and then kind of big picture what's in it for our you know our viewers or listeners of this our fellow entrepreneurs great great well there's an old saying that says we teach what we needed the most okay and there's also a belief that um, you know most inspiration ideas insights we have as entrepreneurs they stem from a wound or an issue or uh, but all that said uh, you know we teach what we needed the most I thought about myself as a 16, 17, 18, 20, 22 year old entrepreneur in the making. And I was so lost and I was so confused and so insecure and so different then. And if I had this back then, my confidence would be higher. My clarity would be higher. I would feel less lost. And so that's the, the why behind it. And as we you know start to get into the content, you know, for your audience, you know, as I understand, it's an audience of successful entrepreneurs. And, you know, there's really two main audiences for this book and why I wrote this book. The primary audience or the first audience is that end user entrepreneur in the making any age, 16 to 60, but it's a person that possesses six essential traits. And we can talk more about what those are in just a bit. Uh, but it's you know helping that person get a huge jump start on taking their entrepreneurial leap, and then the second audience is for anyone that cares about them. And so you already mentioned that and touched on that. And so it's it's parents, it's teachers, it's aunts, uncles, guardians, professors. So it's anyone that wants to help entrepreneurs in the making get a huge jump start on becoming you know what they were put on this planet to be. And so what I created is a resource. So 
for your audience that are entrepreneurs, if they have any of these people in their life or they have a passion for teaching and helping. And you know, many of us get called upon to come in and speak as a guest in universities and things like that. This is a tool to make their lives easier. And so I created something I call a mentor track, which is a really simple way of seeing the value of this. And so if you are an entrepreneur and an entrepreneur in the making has reached out to you and asked for your help, or you want to mentor an entrepreneur in the making, it's a really simple track. You hand them the book, you say, read this, we're gonna meet in seven days, write down all of your questions, and when we meet, I'm gonna answer all of your questions, and for that mentor, you get to sit back, answer all their questions, but then you get to share your story, your life lessons, and again, you're just answering their questions, and so this book does a lot of the heavy lifting for you uh, and makes you the hero, so that's, the long dissertation as to why and, and what, it'll, what it'll do for your audience. Well, you know what I love about it, you know, is this whole, you know, one of the, so, so powerful in life to have what, you know, we call framing, the master framing. And this is a big issue, entrepreneurship. And, you know, not everybody's wired to be an entrepreneur and, you know, the, the you know, all the, I'll let you go through kind of that whole process. I mean, it's it's a big deal. And then when you get asked to mentor someone, and particularly if you're you're not used to doing that, um, you know, this is you know having this framing is really powerful. So let me go to the framing. You've got your you've organized the content into three areas. I still remember when you first shared with me. I'm kind of processing. I go, that's really good. It's just you know so straightforward. Why don't you walk me through, you know, what the three are, and then kind of big picture, and then we'll dive into them together. Yeah, love it. And, and you know, so as I talk about helping them get a huge jump start on taking their entrepreneurial leap, you know, the other thing that I share, and there's going to be two controversial points, and what I'm about to share is, you know, I do want to, you know, with this book and with this content, single-handedly increase the success ratio for people that start businesses and, and you've heard all the statistics and you know your audience knows the statistics that more than half of businesses fail and are out of business within the first five years and so when i talk about that as i get into these parts of the book the third part really gets to helping improve that success rate if they took the leap but i also want to help increase the success rate by talking people out of starting their own business. And so, you know, again, as I mentioned, I believe there are six essential traits and not everyone possesses them. And not everyone is an entrepreneur and everybody wants to be an entrepreneur right now. And so I'm gonna break some hearts with this message because I'm gonna also do my best to talk people out of taking the entrepreneurial leap if it's not for them. And so the three parts are confirm, glimpse, and pack. And so the book is broken into those three parts and confirm is all about this thing we're talking about right now, which is getting them to confirm whether they even have the six essential traits or not. Because the second controversial point is, I believe you're born with them. You're born with them, they're inherent, they're in you, you have them or you don't, they cannot be taught. And so this entire first part just goes deep into that. There's an assessment that they can take and ultimately decide. And if they decide, yes, I'm this, part two is then showing them a glimpse of what their life could look like in vivid color, all of their options, what it looks like. And that really will motivate somebody that has those six essential traits. And then the third part is called path. And that's showing them a path 
uh, for how to increase the odds of success, help them eliminate half the mistakes they're going to make. They still have to make the other half. It's all part of the process. But that's that's the content in a nutshell. Well, you know, and I love it, uh, Gino, because it really what you have, I mean, you know, one of the things, if we can help people avoid the mistake, you know, if you're not right for it and, you know, and, and you and I, you know, you've coached and worked with so many people and I have the privilege of being a coach and working with really hundreds and thousands of financial advisors and helping them build businesses. And oftentimes you can kind of go, you know, this isn't going to work type thing. And, and, uh, and if we could shortcut it a little bit, you know, and it's not that you can't have a great life if you're not an entrepreneur, there's a lot of other things you can do too and the quicker we can do it. So let's go into the confirmation and, you know, you brought up these six attributes, uh, characteristics, or as I guess you call them essential traits. You know, what are they and how, how, how can they help somebody right away uh, get clear? about to say the six I would love for your audience to you know so think about that person in your life right now be that your son or daughter niece nephew whatever it is brother sister spouse um, you know think about that person right now and treat it as kind of a checklist so that you'll, you'll have fun and really engage with these six things but the six essential traits are visionary passionate problem solver driven risk taker and responsible and so that's the high level and I'll, I can go into a little more detail on each one if you like but you know again really treat it as a checklist and and for those you know the in the audience that are listening you know I'm sure they checked all of the boxes you know if they're a successful entrepreneur and and just you know a quick run through each one visionary just means that you know they have lots of ideas they're able to connect the dots see around corners uh, they just have what I call a sixth sense passionate is an absolute undying passion for the product the service a strong belief a need to fill a void that reality distortion field as, as Steve Jobs was described as having uh, but an incredible passion for, for filling that need uh, problem solver means that they're great at solving problems. They love solving problems. They they lean into problems. They are optimists by nature. Uh, they see solutions. When most of the world sees problems, they see solutions. Driven means they have an internal fire. So there's a difference between passionate and driven. Passion is about the product or service. Driven is about you just want to win. You want to succeed. You are competitive. You have a fire in you and sense of urgency. Risk taker means you take risks, uh, certainly calculated risk, but it means that you don't freeze when it comes time to make a big decision. And risk taking isn't just about taking the leap, it's about making a thousand really tough decisions over a 10 year period, ultimately growing and building a successful company. And responsible means that you take total responsibility for the outcome, you blame no one when things go wrong. And there are two types of people in the world, those that take responsibility and those that blame others. And you know, a person that blames everyone for everything that happens is just going to really struggle to build a great company. And those are the six essential traits in a nutshell. Well, and then, you know, as I'm checking it off, I'm going, okay, do I? Yeah, I guess I am here. And matter of fact, you know, what I want to do is I'm going to put up on the screen real quick. And this is uh, your website. You know, depending on when you're listening to it, it might be pre-publication or... Uh, after the the date of the publication is da, 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 da. let me blow it up here so everybody can see October 15th 
And Gina, why don't we go and just touch on taking the assessment here? Uh, because this is a great tool that you have for everyone and, and you know, it's free, it takes five minutes, it's easy to do. What, what are we talking about here? Yeah, so that's, I, I like that you said the word free, so it's important that your audience knows that. And so in that first part, confirm, uh, at the end of that part, there is then an assessment that they take. And you know, I describe this as taking them on kind of a emotional, psychological, soul-searching journey for themselves, but the, the assessment is the culmination where they then commit to answering questions honestly about themselves that will ultimately determine, you know, do they really have what it takes? And so they can go to the website, which is e-leap.com um, and take the assessment for free and get a result. Uh, might be fun for your audience to go do it, just as a little <laughs> checkup and a refresher and all those good things. But uh, yeah, yeah, what do we do though, Gino, if we find out we're not in the making? I mean, I get worried for a second here. I think you might see the root of why. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I find that hard to believe. Again, and I keep really, every time I talk about your audience and entrepreneurs, I say successful entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, any one of my visionary entrepreneur clients, you know, that are founders that take that test, they just redline. I mean, they, they score 100. In the worst case, it's a 98. But uh, it's a lot of fun. It's really cool. And it's just, it's another tool as is this entire book and content for really helping this person make the right decision for themselves. Because at the end of the day, they've got to answer those questions. They've got to be honest with themselves. I know I will have a percentage of people that aren't honest and still take the leap, and that will be unfortunate. Uh, but that's the whole idea behind the assessment. Hey, Gino, just touch on, you know, one of the things, I, I didn't know this about you. Uh, I believe you didn't go to college. Uh, is that correct? Or did you? That is correct. Yeah, that's why I thought I read that in the book. And then, you know, I mean, you know, one of the things, you know, we can go to Stanford, take entrepreneur studies. I'm in Silicon Valley. You know, you can, you know, you can certainly open up uh, a shop and, you know, what, there's a range of entrepreneurs and, you know, and, and also you talk about the kind of the range, not only the type, but also whether you're self-employed kind of in the gig uh, economy versus, you know, an entrepreneur. Why don't you just... As we're going through, because I want people to be able to visualize, you know, what do these entrepreneurs look like? Because they, they come in a lot of different forms and a lot of different ranges. Yeah. So, you know, so with that, yes, I did not go to college. I graduated high school with a solid two point three average. <laughs> well, and I think there, I think there's a predictor that you know, B students end up owning businesses type thing. You know, or if you go to a state school, this you know, the very few you know, classic you know, TV show type uh, entrepreneurs out there. Yeah, well, and, and on that, you know, I, I do an entire chapter in the path part of the book on college or not, and I go into great detail and statistics on whether you should or shouldn't. And this is in no way an anti-college book because I think for most they probably should, and there's a lot of value for an entrepreneur to go to college. It's just not the value that people think it is. Um, and then statistically, um, it's something like 44% of all entrepreneurs have a degree, which means like 56 don't. So it's, it's, a, it's a fascinating study and uh, perspective. So anyway, with that said, academia was not for me. I could not wait to get out of school. And I just learned to educate myself my way. I spend a ridiculous amount of money educating myself, but 
I do it on my terms, my way. All that said, um, you know, going back to your point, I'm really glad you brought it up because it's so important with this message. Very early on in the book, I teach something called the entrepreneurial range, and it and it puts um, to rest a misconception about this topic because you know this this topic could be really defeating for some people. And I created this tool called the entrepreneurial range in a coffee shop, having a fierce debate with a professor of entrepreneurship. And so it's really cool because it just kind of came to light. And, and, and so what the entrepreneurial range is, is it's putting on a spectrum all self-employed people. And if you picture the left side of the range, you call I call that self-employed. And on the right side of the range, I call true entrepreneur. Um, and anyone that is self-employed falls on this range. Well, the far left side of the range, that self-employed side of the range, these are the kind of one-man shows, one-woman shows, solopreneurs, people with a side hustle, a consultant, a freelancer. And so these are very admirable uh, careers. These are people that are taking risks, uh, but they're, they're self-employed. Also, somebody that buys one franchise location, things like that. On the far right end of the range are the greatest visionary entrepreneurs of all time. And what this book is speaking to and teaching are the people on the right side of the range, you know, just that right mm -hmm. half of the range. People that, that have an idea, product, service, a need they want to fill, they take a risk to start a business to fill that need and then build an organization with people around that need. Um, and so those are people on the right side of the range. And so that's who we're talking to with this content. Uh, and it's, that's tends to help um, clarify the context of what I'm teaching while still making it abundantly clear that if, you know, someone goes out and starts a one person show and they're making their couple hundred grand a year, that's extremely admirable. But you don't necessarily need all six essential traits to do that. Yeah. No, and, and there's, you know, this is where there's that continuum so we can. Yeah, we can be, you know, the one thing that I always want to do is, you know, particularly for mentoring is we want to help people be successful on purpose and whatever it is that's right for them, you know, makes this huge difference. And so one of the things I got, you know, and, and I started, you know, when we we're starting the podcast, I talked about, you know, people come and I've got a nice house, I got fancy cars, I got you know, you know, a vineyard and all this and I'm on top of a hill and, you know, life looks easy. And, you know, of course, why I, if I looked at me when I was 20, I go, why would I not want to be an entrepreneur? This looks like there's no effort whatsoever. You know, the guy hardly leaves his house other than go out to a restaurant or something like that or get together with friends. I mean, give us a little glimpse. I'm, I'm thinking that's probably not the way it's written in the book uh, type. Do you know? Yeah, and, and I, uh, I, I haven't counted the number of times I say how hard it is in the book, uh, but it's a lot because again, I'm trying to talk people out of it, and and to the degree I can't talk them out of it, then they probably have the six. Well, well, and the reality it is hard too. <laughs> well, no, yeah, I'm not making that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it is hard, and and the other thing too is you know it's not as glamorous as everyone thinks it is. You know, not only is it hard, but we're pretty screwed up people at the end of the day. I mean, we are misfits. I mean, it's it's not like, uh, you know, if we had to go do a real job, 
that you know required consistency and structure um you know we'd be derelicts misfits um i mean it's well i i think most of us are unemployable at this point too after you've started on this journey as well for certain and and again and most of us have adhd and many have dyslexia and Many have OCD. I have all three, a touch of dyslexia. But I mean, it's listen, we're, we're screwed up. It's not normal what we do and what we do to ourselves. Uh, but we do make quite an impact on the world. Well, you know, do you know, t tell me, you know, as you're, you kind of paint this. And I mean, this is the reality. And, you know, you in the book, you, you have uh, eight critical mistakes that entrepreneurs make. And I, I think I probably hit all eight at different parts of my career and I worked very hard not to do it and you know one of the things uh, and this is kind of the difference between being a self-employed like consultant you know having a team you know it's not only you but it's your whole team doing this but you being the visionary but you know kind of why don't you walk us through these eight because these are really important and what's equally important is where they came from because mm -hmm. the other thing about this book is there is not one ounce of theory in this book. I have utter disdain for theory, and so I'm, I'm obsessive about making sure that I've seen something a hundred times before I feel confident it's real. Testing something a hundred times, experiencing it, teaching it. And so where these come from is, um, so as you mentioned, you know, I created EOS, the Entrepreneurial Operating System, and, and my partner Dante and I built EOS worldwide and took it to the world. But where this stems from is our clients that come to us in EOS and when they come to us you know they tend to be suffering from a lot of frustrations and so what this stems from is these are the mistakes that most entrepreneurs make building their business and they are avoidable and you can head them off in the past so that's the whole idea behind it is I'm trying to say these are the mistakes that are made and you don't have to make them and so again as, as quick as I can share them with hopefully um, you know, taking advantage of teaching something. The first is not having a vision. And it's so basic and it's so simple, but it's incredible um, how many, you know, successful companies on the outside, you know, will come to us with no vision or lack of vision or too much vision, but it's incredible where you have these six incredibly talented leadership team members running this company and they're just not on the same page. And so, so not having a vision is, is one of the most common mistakes. And man, once everyone is on the same page with that vision and you're all rowing in the same direction, look out. Yeah, I call it the entrepreneurial fog that so many people have. Well said. And then I teach a tool called My Vision Clarifier in this book that teaches exactly how to have a vision at launch of your business. Um, to, to give one more nugget on that. Number two is hiring the wrong people. And so what is so common is a startup just throws people at the problem or you hire your brother or your sister or your aunt or your parent or somebody you know, and it's absolutely the wrong person, but you're just trying to throw bodies at stuff and you're grabbing the nearest body you can find. Well, obviously that's one of the mistakes, but the bigger mistake is then three years later, when you realize this is the wrong person or a month later or a year later, you're stuck with a lot of people around you that are just the wrong people and you're having to clean house. And so I can't tell you how many times my clients have to literally get rid of 20 to 40% of their people 
because of a bunch of bad hires just trying to build a company. And so it's absolutely avoidable. You can head that off at the pass. Number three is not spending time with your people. And so communication is the word to summarize that. I can't tell you how many times that just nobody's communicating. Everyone's just barreling forward. Orders are being shot. And so it's so, so powerful when at launch, you just communicate with your people. Once you have a person and then a second person, and a third and a fourth and a 10th and a 50th and a hundredth, you just need to communicate with your people and meeting them with them weekly, sitting down with them quarterly and giving them feedback often are two remedies that solve that overnight. Uh, number four is not knowing who your customer is. And this is so common where, you know, a startup and an entrepreneur is trying to be all things to all people. And they're just trying to sell their stuff to anyone that listens. Well, to the degree on the front end, you can get laser clear on who your ideal customer is and speak their language, gear your message toward them, make sure you're targeting them and say no to everyone else. You'll grow your company substantially faster. Uh, Gino, did you just, were you an outside funded company or were you, were bootstrapped? Bootstrapped, yeah. that's another thing I go into detail on in this book because it's another fallacy. It's like 95% of all companies don't rely on outside funds to start. And so, you know, all these entrepreneurs are being taught about how to go raise funding when there's only a 5% chance they're gonna need funding. So- Well, and, and they, they probably shouldn't take, yeah, it shouldn't take funding because it exacerbates all the problems that you're talking about here. Exactly, so 100% bootstrap, uh, which then there's a whole nother avenue or, or, you know, a tentacle to that, which says these freaking. 10 page business plans are just such a gross waste of time. If you're not raising funding, you don't need a 10 page business plan. You need a vision. So anyway, I, I go into great detail on that as well in the book in terms of you know, what's really important when, you, when you're you know, launching a business. Um, if you're ready, I'll keep rolling here. Yeah, keep it going here. They're all good. It's not charging enough. And again, I go into detail in the book on this, but it's so fascinating to me how afraid people are to charge their true value. And so not charging enough, there's two sides to it. Number one is, you know, like I love Dan Sullivan's formula and I'm gonna screw it up a little bit, but he, he talks about pick the number that scares you and then add 20%. So I just <laughs> love that thinking. Um, number two, it's all about value. And so it, make sure you're providing incredible value and you've educated your customer or client on that value and you will be able to raise your fees and charge more. And so my point in that is, if you're, you've launched your business and you're breaking even or losing money in the first year, raising your fees 10 to 20% is the difference between becoming profitable and losing money and sustaining your startup. So it's, it's such a common mistake. And again, with clients, can't tell you how many times I've nudged or urged them to raise fees. You know, you raise your fees 10%, assuming you can and you're providing that value, that goes right to the bottom line. All of a sudden you increase profits 10%. Uh, quick math. Uh, number six is not staying true to your core. And so one of the things that entrepreneurs suffer from when you launch your business, you gotta be clear on who that customer is, clear on what it is you're providing them, be it a product or a service. And so what happens is, Success begets success. And, and there's a great quote in Good to Great, Jim Collins' book that says, uh, and I can't remember the root of the quote right now, but it's, or who the leader was that said it, but it's, 
you know, the more successful you become in business, the more likely you are to die of indigestion of too many opportunities than from starvation of not enough. And so the point is, the more successful you are at launch, the more stuff's going to come at come at you, and we call that shiny stuff. And and your job is to continue to just push the shiny stuff away, say no to the shiny stuff, and stay true to your core. Because again, a lot of times you'll have this amalgamation of five different things you're doing that are out of your core. Hopefully that makes sense. Number seven is not knowing your numbers. And so um, it's amazing how many entrepreneurs just go by their gut and fly by the seat of their pants. So to the degree you just get really clear on what the five to 15 most important numbers you should be looking at every week are. Make sure you're looking at monthly P&Ls. Make sure you're reviewing a budget. And yes, that's even in the first six months when you're trying to survive and you've only generated 50 grand, those things are vital and the difference between making it and breaking it. And the number eight is, is not crystallizing roles and responsibilities. And even if you have two people in your company, it is vital that you crystallize roles and responsibilities. You'll realize so much efficiency, you'll not trip over each other, you'll get more done. Um, and so that goes for the first employee all the way to the hundredth employee. And so those are the eight critical mistakes that most entrepreneurs make when launching their companies. Well, and I know I've found a few uh, more than that too, Gino, along the way. <laughs> but those are the big, those are the big ones. Yes, those are the big ones. Yeah, I could have listed ten more. But those, those are the biggies. Those are gonna, those are gonna, you know, that's ninety percent of the battle right there. So let me take a step back, you know, for our audience. So, I mean, you know, number one, confirm and, you know, and really Gino's got the website. It's at www.e-leap.com and you can have, you know, whoever you're talking with, take the assessment and really, you know, buy the book, you know, have them read it, take the assessment. It's, it's just such a great way. And then, they, you know, if they go through this, the way I'm thinking about, you know, if they've read the book, they've confirmed, you know, they've had the glimpse, they haven't, you know, gone ahead and said, you know, God, you know, this is, I'm, I'm going to go get a job uh, somewhere else where I work nine to five. And, you know, why would I want to do this? But if they want to do this, you know, and if we think about it, you know, you know, talk about the path, particularly as fellow entrepreneurs, how we can support someone that we care about that has said, you know, I think I want to do this. Yeah, yeah, that's great. You know, and also, as you're flashing the website, I want your audience to know they can also, there's a free downloadable chapter, which is basically the first 25 pages of the book, 100% free. So, um, you know, if the book hasn't come out yet, not sure when this podcast is coming out, you can access that. But also, even if it has, you can have access to the first 25 pages, which takes you deep into the book and the content and the co context, and it's either gonna suck you in or or it's not. So for what that's worth, that's also available. Um, yeah. Okay. yeah, my guess is it's gonna suck them in. As fellow entrepreneurs, we want more people to be entrepreneurs if they're ready to be entrepreneurs and you know, they're good candidates. Yeah, so, um, you know, so to answer your question, you know, it goes back to what I had suggested earlier because um, again, when, I don't know about your audience, but for me, I love helping entrepreneurs, but I will admit when an entrepreneur in the making or an entrepreneur that started their business asks me for help, I get nervous. I mean, it's a big responsibility and I don't know if I can help them. Well, and, and you and I know how easy it is to get sucked in because we both care and, you know, and, and particularly if it's a family friend type. 
to you, like give the wrong advice or something. So, so my point in all of that is, you know, what I believe um, anyone that wants to help an entrepreneur first and foremost can do is share their story and share their life lessons. You know, so that alone is going to be an incredible, it, it's gonna be incredibly valuable to an entrepreneur in the making. From there, you see where the relationship goes. But what this book does is, again, as I mentioned earlier, is a lot of the heavy lifting. So that mentor track is handed the book, tell them to read it, eat in a week, have them ask you all the questions from the book, then tell your stories, give your lessons, and see where the relationship goes. You know, and then as for the nitty gritty of the business and the questions they're asking and tough decisions they need to make, you as the mentor have to decide how deep you want to go into that business. Um, and, and, and some should not go that deep into the business, but this book is going to do 90% of the teaching for you so that it frees you up to answer those questions, to tell your story, to teach your lessons. And again, like I said, it's going to make you a hero. Well, Gino, you know, as I look at it, I mean, I'm, I've got a bunch of nephews and nieces and friends that I'm going to be buying a bunch of books for it. And I've had the privilege of reading it on the, you know, the galleys as you put it together. And, and, and it's just so powerful. And again, I want to encourage everyone and my fellow entrepreneurs to go to e-leap.com. You can see on the screen, you'll get this page, depending on if it's before October 15th, before the launch of the book, uh, you'll have you know, access to the free chapter. You know, take the assessment. I think it will be entertaining for you as well. But this is a great resource for people that you care about, you know, that, you know, is, uh, really are they entrepreneurs in the making? Because, you know, as, as Gino said, I mean, one of the things that I get very nervous, I was on with one of my family members uh, and, you know, wants to start a business. And, you know, I'm going, you know, I'm trying to explain to him, no, I'm not going to seed the capital. You got to bootstrap it. You know, this is and walking them through the step processes and and having a resource like this book to really get them thinking about so we could have higher level conversations uh, is just so invaluable. So Gino, I, I wanna thank you for you know taking the time, energy, and the, the passion to bring all your entrepreneurial experience to the, uh, you know, really to these entrepreneurs in the making. It's an absolute pleasure doing it. Well, and Gina, why don't we wrap up here? You know, um, is there anything, if I were a little smarter, that I would have asked you uh, so that we could help all these entrepreneurs in the making and all our fellow entrepreneurs who want to be mentors and really make that difference? Yeah, I think we hit it all, but you know, you prompted something with what you said a few sentences ago, and you know, we could go a whole 30 minutes on this, and obviously we're not going to, but I do an entire chapter on second and third generation entrepreneurs. And so if any of your, you know, audience is an entrepreneur and, and you're looking at your son or daughter and thinking, hmm, do they have what it takes to take the reins of this business? I also go very deep into that to help you and that person make the right decision for yourselves. And so this book is as much written for that situation, you know, as it is uh, an entrepreneur. Uh, it's been great. You know, again, just encourage everybody to go to, uh, let me just blow it up big so you can see it as best you can. We'll have it in the show uh, 
links as well, show notes. Uh, if you're driving, don't you know, hold your phone up to see uh, if you're watching it on video, e-leap.com. Uh, it's all, you know, the entrepreneurial leap. Do you have what it takes to become an entrepreneur? And Gino, again, thank you. Uh, this is a huge resource. I think it's gonna make a big difference in the world. And we know so much of, you know, really what's good out there is created by entrepreneurs. And we got a lot of entrepreneurs in the making and we're gonna help them identify themselves and really get very quickly on a path to making a huge difference. Well done. Thank you. Always such a pleasure to talk to you, John. All the best. Continued success. And everyone out there, you know, we're all about accelerating entrepreneurial success. Well, here we have a chance to make a difference with the people we care about. Let's go do it. Make it happen. Exceptional, remarkable breakthroughs aesnation.com